Hello, and welcome to KaneCast, a podcast that provides commentary on the economy and financial markets by the Kane Anderson Rudnick Investment Management Team. Hello, this is Steve Regali, Executive Managing Director with Kane Anderson Rudnick. And with me today is Doug Foreman, Chief Investment Officer at the firm. Doug, the second quarter was a very strong one for equities, led by a few mega cap stocks. Can you provide our listeners with your perspective on the performance of the equity markets during the second quarter? The big seven technology stocks really dominated the S&P 500 returns in the second quarter of this year. Uh, This was driven by the emergence of AI. Um, Investors have been talking about AI for quite some time, but it seems to have really hit an inflection point here recently, um, highlighted by NVIDIA's first quarter announcement of a dramatic increase in revenue uh, and due to spending by major companies on uh, artificial intelligence. This is, it makes sense that the market would start with the big companies and reward them based on this emerging investment theme. Uh, The reason for that is these large companies have large amounts of data, which is really needed to do uh, generative AI really well. And secondly, they've got the balance sheet and cash flow and the money to spend on these projects. Uh, they don't need any borrowing. They've got they, businesses are all self-financing, generate tremendous amounts of cash, have very prestige, you know, very high margins. So the companies have the wherewithal and they have the data, two primary requirements for making a big push into AI. So uh, it makes sense that the market would start there. Um, and, you know, it's, it's unsustainable that these seven stocks keep going up and the rest of the market really does little to nothing. This gap will close over time. Um, I think the, the real key is how does that happen? You know, do the big seven go down and the rest of the market go up? Uh, does the big seven stall out and the rest of the market goes up a lot? Uh, does the big seven go up a little bit and the rest of the market goes up a whole lot? Um, now, for the rest of the market to start to participate, excess AI theme, I think what really needs to happen is the yield curve needs to start to flatten out and uninvert. People are still justifiably concerned about a potential recession given the inversion of the yield curve and the continued inversion of the yield curve as we speak. It's been going on for about a year. Uh, It is significant enough to to, uh, warrant concern. So once that starts to uninvert, though, I think that's when you'll really see a sustainable move in the rest of the market. Doug, what's your outlook for earnings for the rest of the year? I think the earnings outlook for the rest of the year is sort of um, flattish. Um, you know, we've seen some improvement in earnings uh, in the first half of the year. The economy is slowing. I think the economy will continue to slow somewhat in the second half. We're not looking for a recession and certainly not looking for a major recession. Despite the inverted yield curve, which, uh, as many of you know, I'm a big fan of yield curves in terms of predicting future economic activity. But this time it seems to be a little bit different. It's always dangerous when you echo those words as an investor. But what's different about this, quote, recession and inversion of the yield curve is it seems like we've already had rolling recessions. You know, starting with the COVID crisis back in, you know, several years ago, you know, you had airlines, you had cruise ships. You had transportation companies all basically going out of business uh, when COVID struck, uh, hotels, et cetera, nobody traveling or going anywhere, and everybody digitizing their businesses. So tech was booming and the rest of the economy was really in trouble. Uh, and then over the last 
year or two, what you've seen is tech has been in a rolling recession. Uh, as the major companies have did a lot of layoffs, particularly late last year. Um, so they've been cutting back. And then these other areas that had been killed by the COVID, uh, as COVID started to dissipate, and they've all normalized and done much better. So travel conditions are obviously very robust, uh, et cetera. So it feels like we've had rolling recessions, which is one of the reasons I think the yield curve has not uh, been correct in seeing, you know, seeing any sort of major uh, recession yet. Um, and that may continue. And if it does, I think what you'll see is corporate earnings will be just fine. They're not going to grow robustly, but they will grow probably low to mid single digit. And given the market and given the sediment that's out there and the concerns about the economy and the recession, that should be good enough as we move uh, into the balance of the year. Doug, investors became very excited about artificial intelligence as an equity investment theme in the past quarter or so. How does Kane think about how to invest in companies that will benefit from the use of AI products and services? Well, artificial intelligence, as I mentioned earlier, really has the potential to be as important to investors on a go-forward basis as the birth of the Internet was back in the late 90s, uh, from a commercial point of view anyway. And also the cloud computing environment, which over the last decade has really dominated investment uh, returns in the technology sector. So this is a transformative technology. It's not going to go away. It is important. You know, what we have to do at Kane is the same thing you always do when you have these disruptive new changes, is make sure that the companies we own actually benefit or are at least neutral to the new technology that it won't hurt their business and make sure that we don't own companies that are going to get disrupted by the changing landscape of, of artificial intelligence. This will take time. It'll happen over the next decade. As I mentioned, the market has picked out these top seven for, for good reasons short term. But longer term, this is going to affect every industry and every company to some extent. So that's, that's our job, and that's what we'll stay focused on as we move forward in this environment. Doug, we've been in an interesting period where certain economic indicators such as the inverted yield curve, suggests that a recession is on the horizon. On the other hand, the jobs market remains very robust and the unemployment rate is very low. What is your current outlook for the U.S. economy over the next year? Well, I think the U.S. economy will hang in there. I think it's going to slow a little bit. It's not going to be robust and robust growth, but I think it will be positive growth, flat to slightly up a little bit. And I think that's all you really need for companies to have uh, low to mid single digit type earnings. I think things have finally normalized from COVID. And so I think you'll start to see demand patterns be more normal uh, across the board instead of these booms and busts that I mentioned earlier in different industries. And I think, uh, you know, until the yield curve uninverts, you know, and the Fed starts to relent on short term rates, which will obviously be dependent on inflation and the inflation data that continues to pour in. So far, it's continued to be better than expected this year. I suspect that that will be the case, not necessarily every month as we move forward. But on a longer term basis, I do believe that inflation is clearly headed in the right direction and isn't as sticky as some people seem to think it is. So I think the economy will be okay, and, and the major recession is you know, highly unlikely. Uh, and the reason I've said this continuously over the last year, and particularly at year end, is simply the fact that everybody's been very cautious. Businesses are cautious about their inventories and their headcount additions. Investors have been cautious about uh, taking on risk appetite. This is not the stuff that bad recessions are made of. 
It's not the type of corporate and investor and government behavior that you see going into a major downturn. Quite the opposite. So I do think the economy will just sort of muddle along, and, and that should be good enough for good returns as we move forward in the equity market. Doug, thank you for taking the time to provide your insight to our KaneCast listeners. You've just listened to KaneCast. Subscribe to our podcast on iTunes or Spotify. For more of our investing insights, head over to our website, www.kane.com. KaneCast is the official podcast series of Kane Anderson Rudnick Investment Management, CAR. This material is provided as a matter of general information and is not intended to be relied upon as a forecast or research. The opinions expressed herein are those of the speakers and are not necessarily the opinions of CAR or its affiliates, are current as of the date and time of the recording, and are subject to change at any time due to changes in market or economic conditions. The information and opinions contained in this material are derived from proprietary and non-proprietary sources deemed by CAR to be reliable and are not necessarily all-inclusive. CAR does not guarantee the accuracy or completeness of this information. This communication should not be construed as an offer or solicitation to purchase or sell any security. Individuals should consult with a qualified financial professional before making any investment decisions. Reliance upon information in this material is at the sole discretion of the listener. To the extent any performance is discussed, past performance is not indicative of future results.